are listening to I-35 Radio Rep's production of The Scorched Earth, written by Bruce R. Coleman. Episode 4, Confessions. I keep a deer lease down outside Houston. As mayor of Makepeace, I take four weeks of vacation every year. So in the spring, I head down to the lease for about ten days and do what I like to do. And I like to hunt. Killing. I'd do it every single damn day if I could. Only drawback is Texas has these limits on just how much of a kill you can land. So when I'm on the lease, I pay a little extra. Game warden looks the other way and I kill as much as I please. I don't take home any trophies either. I just let the carcasses rot where they fall. Let the buzzards have them. I get what I come for. There ain't nothing like taking a life from another living being. Sort of feels like being God. I didn't trust Lydia Vosberg as far as I could have thrown her. And for very good reason, as it turned out, as soon as the package arrived, I saw how she was letting things get away from her. I saw how she was falling down on the job. So I decided to get a little insurance for our project. It was time to pull in the game warden and land a few extra kills. She had called me earlier. She said she had something to tell me. I didn't go right away. Had me a hunch about something and wanted to make the connection. A positive connection. That led me to a little bomb I was going to drop on her, but I'd let her stew a while first. A couple hours later, I arrived at the Omega Geophysical Refinery with a special guest right behind me. Where the hell have you been? You'll find out soon enough. I told you it was urgent that I see you. And here I am. So... What do you got for me? This better be good news, sugar. It's very good. The package has been located. There has been a trace fixed even as we speak. You're sure this time? See for yourself. Look at the screen. Look at that pulse. That's it. Now we just have to send the company out to retrieve it. It's going to take more than a few trucks of grunts, sugar. We need some leadership. So you and I don't get our hands dirty. I've got just the recruit for this particular job. Really? And who could that be? Blank. What? Wait, they are here? You have involved someone else in this without discussing it? And you have brought them here? Unknot your knickers, darling. This is going to fix everything. Come on in. Frank! Are you insane? You never listen to me, sweetheart. This is how we're going to land the eagle. Lydia Vosberg, I'd like you to meet Scorpio Blank. Scorpio was with the Black Ops, former Navy SEAL, CIA, until he had a little misunderstanding. Current bounty hunter. Strictly off the record, no paper trail. Now he's working for me. For us, I should say. Yes, you should. Miss Vosberg, I understand that you need a package retrieved. I am curious to know just how much you do understand, Mr. Blank. Just what exactly has Mayor Lassiter been telling you? Enough to get the job done. We need him, sugar. Are you serious, Frank? Miss Vosberg, let me put your mind at rest. I've been paid by your partner to perform a service. I don't ask a lot of questions. I am the best at what I do, which is why I assume Mayor Lassiter has come to me. Your team will become my team. No questions. We get in, we complete the task, we get out, I cash the check, and you will never hear from me again. Well, well. Sounds so clean. So effortless. I've had no complaints. And what exactly is this assignment? I'm dying to know what Mayor Lassiter has asked you to do. Locate the subject, remove the subject to a secure area. Alive. Perhaps a little worse for the wear, but alive. 
Sweep the area clean. Leave no witnesses. I see. It's perfection. So, the lone gunman here is just going to walk up to our subject, put an arm around him, and lead him back here to the refinery. Don't be a damn fool. He'll take our trucks. I've arranged for a little air power as well. We'll smoke him out. The subject will be delivered, ma'am. Say, what is your damn problem? Only about 100 things I can see going wrong. I didn't become who I am by making mistakes, ma'am. Blank, get on over here and take a look at this screen. See that flashing light? That's our boy. Is this accurate? Very. The subject is 35 miles from here, north by northwest on Highway 90. Highway 90, huh? Why, those sons of bitches. You recognize the coordinates? You bet your ass I do, and I'd say that not only is the package going to be there, but there's a real good chance we already come eye to eye at the morgue today. What are you talking about? I'll explain it later. Right now, we got a delivery that needs a pickup. What is it about a smiling face serving you coffee that just makes a person want to open up their whole heart? When I meet someone and they ask me what I do for a living, I tell them I work at the Country Boy Diner. They ask me if I wait tables. I tell them no. My job is chief psychologist and father confessor. Usually gets a good laugh, but there is a kernel of truth. I have been privy to many a secret and confession over the years at the Country Boy. It was right here at the counter that Ridge Prothrow told me he had his eye on me and that he liked to come a-calling sometime. That was three years ago. It was at that booth over yonder that Pete told me that he thought he wasn't quite right, that he felt so different and all alone. He was glad he could come to me. I was glad, too. It was in the storeroom out back that Howard told me about the cancer. Poor Howard, my oldest friend. So I didn't blink twice when Ridge called up and said he and the boys was heading over here tonight. Said that handsome young stranger had a thing or two to get off his chest. Had a couple of answers for some questions that maybe we ain't thought to ask yet. Help us get things clear. It was about 8.30 when they finally showed. Pete... Ridge, that science teacher Ray Purcell, and Doc Martinez. All of them on edge. Oh, yes. And the main event. Our beautiful stranger. Micah was his name. He told me. Ridge suggested that we try to keep ourselves discreet. So I switched off the lights, turned the open sign to closed, and locked the front door. We sat in a circle around a table. It was quiet as a church. All but Micah. He stood at the window, transfixed by the last colors of a spectacular Texas sunset. It is the most beautiful thing I think I have ever seen. Nobody does a sunset prettier than Texas. Son, we ain't here to praise the glories of green and purple sky. You said you had something important to say. I must tell you many things. Things I am sure you will find difficult to imagine. Please know that it is not my intention to mislead you. I will speak the truth. I can only hope that you will hear what I have to say. I will begin by saying that I am sorry to have brought any trouble or pain into your lives, that our paths have crossed at all is completely accidental. I am grateful for the care that you have shown me, but if I were to be honest, I would rather have remained separate from your experience. What brings me here is a mission, a mission that I have been entrusted with that has, through our contact, gone horribly awry. But I believe that any damage that might have been sustained thus far can be corrected, 
amended, balanced. So you've come here to make peace with some kind of motive? An objective. Well, let's hear it. Let me ask you, Sheriff. What does this place mean to you? This place? The land, the sky, the trees, the hills, the farmlands, all that is make peace. Well, my folks raised me up here. It's just like their folks before them. I guess I've been here long enough to know every valley and stream and patch of trees in a hundred miles. But it's more than my home. It's, it's my blood. I feel like I'm part of it. I'm part of its history. The legacy of the land. That's right. I guess that might be why I became sheriff, to make sure the land and the people that come from it are all taken care of. Protected. That's right, Pete. Protected. I'm glad to hear you say that, Sheriff. Because make peace. No. The world. The earth needs your protection. The whole earth? From what? There are men that do not respect the land. They try to take as much from the earth as they can. For riches. For greed. For power. There's always been people trying to exploit the dirt under their feet. Take the refinery out there. The Omega Geophysical. Their oil rigs are starting to punch holes in the landscape. Everywhere you turn, money must be flowing in hand over fist. Omega. Yes. The Omega. People been wildcatting in Texas as long as there's been a Texas, and I don't see where there's a concern, son. Unfortunately, greed is a disease. It is an incurable and fatal disease that, once rooted, it is very nearly unstoppable. You're right. And Green never takes the time to stop and wonder what kind of impact it might be having on our lives. The quality of the air we breathe. The safety of the water we drink. Yes, Ray. And it is my belief that the Omega Geophysical is driven by such greed. A rapaciousness that can and will destroy Makepeace and beyond. So you have a concern about the refinery. I suggest you write a letter to the editor of the Chronicle. Get it off your chest. You might feel better. Ridge, you're being awfully disrespectful. You told Micah you would hear him out. Well, I don't see how any of this is adding up to Howard Tipson's death. Or that boy's blood being contaminated, or, or any of it. No, you don't see. You can't see. What I will be asking you to accept will take the next half century for you to see. But I'm now asking you to believe me. Begging you to believe me. There is a disaster on the horizon, imminent and vast, and we are seeing it born right before our eyes. What kind of disaster? Imagine everything you have ever known. Your homes, your families, your beliefs. All of it laid waste by an environmental and ecological series of actions that will have global consequences. Imagine that man's unlimited aptitude for corruption takes such a hold that your way of seeing, your way of living is rendered obsolete and useless. Men of avarice and unregulated greed will plow deep into the earth and unlock a source of energy that will ultimately not satisfy their lust of power and ownership over their fellow man. At this moment, a technology is being created that will break apart the bedrock, the actual foundation of the earth to permit access to limited resources that will poison the ground, foul the water, and destroy the countryside, and it will not end there. The rock will become so broken, the earth so shaken, that this will devour thousands of miles of coastline. Chasms the size of countries will sink into the coast. We will see mountainsides tumble into the ocean. Lakes and rivers will burn. The sky will go gray and oxygen, the sustainer of life, the purest component of existence, will become perverted forever. Are you saying it might happen or that it will happen? Luann, I sense that you have the veil. 
You have the answer inside you, and you know what the answer is. And you have come to prevent it. But you can't know any of this. You can only guess. That's all any of us can do. I do not guess. I remember. You're asking us to believe something that ain't even happened yet. You're asking us to look into the future? Yes, I am. Why should we believe you? Because your future is my past. Say that again? I do not expect you to believe me. But again, I am only telling you the truth. I have walked this land before. Thousands of years from now, long after the devastation took hold and strangled the life from this place. A devastation that is, even as we speak, on the brink of commencement. What you call the possible future is for me a changeable past. I have been sent here to keep this Armageddon from ever taking place. Wait, you are telling us that... You, you're telling us, Hellfire, I cannot even bring myself to say it. Then I'll say it, by God. You're telling us that you have been sent here from the future? That you have somehow traveled over the centuries from wherever you started out to wherever you are now? And so that you, you can change the course of our current history and maintain our global existence? Yes. Ah, damn. Why didn't you say so in the first place, Luann? You got any pie back there? Doc, please. Again, I'm only telling you the truth. Einstein argued against time travel. I mean, he hypothesized for it, but but eventually came to a dead end on the subject. So how did you do it? Organically. Ray, I'm not so sure it's a good idea to continue with this line of discussion. He he is obviously a very troubled man. Wait a minute, Ridge. I'm curious about this. I'd like to hear what he has to say. I would too. Oh, you would, would you? Yes, sir. Go ahead, Micah. Tell us about how you got here. What do you mean organically? The essence of my transition from my own reality and existence to this lies in the denial of time, the movement of matter. If you have the ability to push matter beyond through the speed of light, you can deny time. Yes, but how can you possibly push matter? A human being, for instance, faster than light. No machine can move that quickly. I said it is organic. You understand eugenics? Yes, I've studied a little. How about you, Doc? I might. There is a code locked inside each one of us, a genetic code that predicts every part of us. The color of our eyes, texture of our hair, our intelligence, our humor, attraction. Some are active, some are dormant until they are persuaded by evolution to develop. Such a gene lies in all of you currently, but will not be fully developed for centuries. It is a gene that establishes telekinesis. Tele-what? Telekinesis, the ability to move objects with the mind. My word. Telekinesis is what got you here? Fine, let's just say that's the how of it. I I still need more why. Why are you here? The near destruction of the Earth did not eradicate human life forms from this planet. The very powerful continue to produce nothing but disease and deprivation. Those below them would eventually be used as chattel, inventory, property. And man continued to evolve to accommodate the polluting of the air and water? Yes, but there was a split in mankind's future. The very powerful to escape the poison of the environment migrated underground. They built great cities on the backs of the less fortunate. They created the means to live by breathing artificial air. They lived in manufactured light, never again to see the surface of the earth. They began the class of humans called the subterranean. The others? What happened to them? They could not gain access to the gleaming underground compounds of the subs. So they were forced to remain terrestrial, eking out a sort of existence, all the while their bodies festered and mutated. The will to live is strong in human beings, so physical change began to take place. You, you're perfect. You must be a sub yourself. Subterranean, yes, but of a newer strain. Just as the terrestrials evolved to accommodate their environment, so did the subs evolve. But without actual sun, water, 
nutrition, vitamins, the subs became a withered and fragile species, weak, milky, short-lived. My race was created to save theirs. Created? Myself and others of my race are called the harvest, created from combinations and hybrids of genetic materials over the centuries to reach a perfection of physical being. Like? Yes, Peter, like your father's crop. Gosh. The harvest was bred for just that, for the subs to harvest our skin, our organs, our blood. We were to be a beautiful cattle, unquestionably led to the slaughter. Finer and more sophisticated strands of humanity were cultivated and harvested until the one thing happened they had not prepared for. Our sense of self and free will began to evolve. An awareness of someone else's plan for you. We began to resist. We began to rise up. But the subs were crafty and bloodthirsty. They could easily contain us, but they hadn't planned on the eight. The eight? Eight of the harvest, myself included, could not be contained. We fought for our true selves. When the opportunity presented itself, we fled. Through sheer will, we escaped the subterranean and reached the Earth's surface. What we found was disturbing and profound. A human race mangled by the air. Parasites that had evolved from mere bacteria, now the size of wolves, marauding the countryside in packs, killing and feeding on the contaminated organs and compromised blood of the diseased populace. The thing you say might have gotten to Howard. No light, only great dullness everywhere. We were struck dumb by the sorrow of what we saw. We were riveted to our point of escape. We hardly noticed a corrupted figure approaching us. You were caught? Shocked at first, and frightened. We nearly fled, but the figure extended what was once a hand to us and said, I am Juno. You are strangers here. We have escaped from the subs. We are looking for a new way. As are we all. Come with me. We will take shelter in this cavern. The parasites will not attack as long as we are together, and you are clean. Juno led us into the cavern where we spent many hours with her. She told us of the plight of the terrestrials, even as we explained to her the dominance of the subs over the harvest. As we spoke, there was a great peace that came over her and a semblance of a smile played across the remains of her face. We have waited for you, Micah. We have waited for all of you. Soon the cavern filled with hundreds of beings, all gathered about us, tortured, gray, matted flesh, whispering over and over again, Oh eight. Oh eight. Oh eight. Oxygen. You are our saviors the saviors of this world. You can redeem the planet. We beg of you. Allow us to transition you deep into the past and change the course of history forever. Omega, the end. Omega, the beginning. They would send you back to now to keep this environmental event from ever taking place, to destroy the technology that would destroy our hopes for the future destroyed the Omega. The terrestrials gathered the eight of us together. They removed our uniforms. We stood naked before them. Juno approached us with a large curved dagger. So that you will know one another and never forget your quest. The pure world, the purity of oxygen. May it float into eternity unharmed. You are the eight, the purity of eternal life. End the end. Destroy Omega. 
and the mark was carved into our backs and into our souls. So how did you get here? We were placed in a large prehistoric saline bath in the cavern. A terrestrial inserted a metal tube into our veins and fed us. This liquid includes a coded language that you will need to destroy the past and revive the future. Find each other, for you each hold but a piece of the answer. We were to submerge ourselves when instructed. The hundreds of terrestrials gathered round, swaying, dancing, writhing, humming, oh wait, oh wait, oh wait. We began to feel moved. Their collective telekinesis was more powerful than a hundred hydrogen bombs. Fingers of electricity crawled at the air and caressed our bodies. A saline bath, it could have been used as a conductor of electricity. A trance fell over us. I felt myself go back, aware only of my floating body and almost imperceptible sharpness over my heart. The parasite! Don't forget that hunk of metal we found! The terrestrials moved us. They pushed us with their minds. They pushed our bodies beyond light so that time would be denied. A searing heat engulfed me. I felt separated from the eight. A burning. Juno and the terrestrials, inside of me yet thousands of years away. Light slashed through my body like razors. A scream. And then nothing. 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 You will change our future. Your past. Yes. I am here. And I must leave you. I must find the others and join them and destroy the Omega refinery. The Omega? It is the origin of the Great Destruction. It is my mission. I cannot fail the future. That's quite a story. I only tell you the truth. And so now I'm supposed to open the door and let you get on with it? What you wish or do not wish has no bearing on my mission. I only tell you all of this to warn you. For your own safety, you must let me proceed alone. You know that lip of yours is going to end you up as a guest of the courthouse. Hold up, Rich. Car's pulling in. Hell's bells. We got to get them out of here. Y'all hold tight. Give them a bit. They'll leave. Quiet now. Who is it? Anybody there? Ray, is that you in there? Oh, hell, I forgot about Alice. What do we do, Ridge? We can't leave her out there. Besides, she spotted us. Are y'all all right? You got me worried out here. Sheriff, I saw your car out here. Is everybody okay? Look, uh, Lou and I told Alice all about Micah this morning. She knows just about everything we knew before coming in here tonight. What do you think, Micah? She knows I'm here. Ridge? It's turning into a damn Sunday social in here. All right, all right. Get her in here and lock that door. My goodness, what are y'all doing in the dark? Alice, what are you doing here? Ray, it was your idea to meet tonight. I tried calling you, but never got an answer. Thought I'd head over to the school and saw your truck parked outside. Saw all of y'all parked outside. And sitting in the dark, I just wanted to check on y'all and make sure you're okay. Are you okay? We're fine, honey. We're just having a real intense conversation. Well, it must have been pretty deep for y'all to forget to switch on the lights. I'll get them for you. No, 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 What is the matter with everybody? Pete, get those lights off. There, I got them. What's happening in here? We're just trying not to draw attention to ourselves from people who wouldn't understand. What people? No. Micah? Understand what? It cannot be. What is it? Micah? Naomi. Excuse me? Naomi, is it you? My name is Alice. Naomi, do you not know Ray, me? Ray, what is he saying? Micah, stop it. I must see your mark. Naomi, I must see your mark. I'm sorry. You you have me mistaken. Where is Miriam? Where is Judah? Lydia? Lazarus? We, we must find the others. Micah, calm down. Listen to me. This here is Alice. Alice Tisdale. She works over at the refinery. She can't be one of your... 
one of the people you're looking for. She was born and raised right here in Makepeace. Do you understand me? You are mistaken. I apologize sincerely, miss. It's just that you look so... I could have sworn you were someone else. It's fine, really. I'm sorry I couldn't help you. Alice, this is the young man we told you about. Micah. Micah Angel. The stranger Pete rescued. He was just telling us about where he come from and how he happened to get himself abandoned here. It was such a fascinating tale, wasn't it, Doc? Yes, it was. Now I'm still waiting on that pie, Lou. Oh, for heaven's sake. Anyway, we just got so wrapped up in his story, I must have plumb forgot to turn on the lights. That's all. Well, whose suspicions are y'all trying to avoid? Well, I... Well, uh, oh, for corn's sake, ain't one of you fellas gonna help me out with this? I think we need to tell Alice the truth. I don't know, Ray. Look, she's gonna know sooner or later. It may as well be now. Hey there, y'all. Hold up a second. What do you have to tell me, Ray? Do you hear that? Ray... You sure about this? Listen, y'all. Alice works at the refinery. She's involved. Whether she knows it or not, she's involved. Involved in what? Ray, you're scaring me. Sheriff? Ray, I can't for sure tell you that I believe a single damn thing that comes out of this boy's mouth. Rich, how can you say that? Y'all, please listen. Pete, you ain't gonna tell me you buy what he's trying to sell us. Micah would not lie to us. To me. If we just give him a chance, I know he can prove it to all of us. Y'all, we have got to get moving. I think we need to go. And what if he is right, Ridge? Make peace is done for. Do you want that on your head? Ray, what is he saying? Are, are we in trouble? Pete Hurtwig, I cannot believe that you would get taken in by this con man. I never would have believed it possible for you to be so naive. I'm not naive, Ridge. Damn it, when are you going to stop treating me like a kid? When you stop acting like one. Please. Will you boys just simmer the hell down? Y'all, we have got to get moving. Y'all, listen to Luann here. She sounds like she's got something important to say. Go ahead, Lou. I'm telling y'all, something real bad is about to happen. I know it. I feel it. And we can't just stand here arguing. We've got to move. Luann is right. I sense it as well. We have very little time, and we must leave this place. Luann. Ridge. Ridge, look at me. Look in my face. Now, you know I ain't never lied to you. I feel it, Ridge. I feel like something's headed our way. Something deadly. We need to get out of here. Time's a-wasting. Please, Ridge, you just gotta believe me. Sheriff. Sheriff. Not now, Ray. Come over here by the window. Look out here. What is it? Y'all, stay down. Look. Look down the road. You see him? Moving slow. Big. Black. What the hell is that? Oh, Ridge, we should go. It's so damn dark out there, I can't make out what I'm looking at. Some kind of vehicles. Identical to each other, maybe military? Even... So slowly. Stalking. Like an animal stalks. Trucks? Tanks? Oh, dear Lord. We gotta move. Well, they're not coming from the armory. It's somewhere else. They're getting pretty close. I just can't make them out in the moonlight. They ain't law enforcement. What the hell is this? Oh, my gosh. What is it, Alice? I, I know these trucks. They're they're from the refinery. They're trucks from the refinery. Are you sure? Yes. Miss Vosberg keeps a whole fleet of them. They're forever coming in and out of the refinery. Very mysterious. Miss Vosberg never discusses them. But I've seen them plenty of times. They know I'm here. They have come for me. We gotta go! They have come for me. Ray, please tell me what is happening. You're sure about this, Micah? Yes, I am sure. I believe you, Micah. Thank you. Citizens of Makepeace, the subject you are harboring is a fugitive. Please do not attempt to interfere with his capture. The consequences of your actions will be swift and fatal. I repeat, do not attempt to interfere with his capture. Oh my dear Lord, Ridge, what do we do? The only thing we can do... We send them what they come here for. No! Damn it, Ridge, how can you even think that? Because I gotta think about every damn person in this room, Pete. Not just Micah, but everybody standing here. 
Did you hear what they said? If we don't send out this boy, they're going to take him. By force. Now, I don't like it any more than you do, but i got to do everything I can do to see that there's as little collateral damage as possible. Rich, you called Pete naive earlier, but you're the one acting a fool. You got a problem, Doc? Hell yes! Look at that platoon out there! You think they're just going to scoop up Michael Angel, pat us on the damn back, and call it a night? Ain't none of us going to get out of this alive, Ridge. And I ain't exactly the one to lay down for that. What are you saying, Doc? We're in it, Ridge. We're in it for good. The minute we helped that young man, the minute we done the right and humane thing, we was in it. Of course, we didn't know. Had no way of knowing what we was signing up for. But we do now. You believe what that young man's been telling us, Doc? I am a man of science, Ridge. Skepticism is my middle name. I need a whole lot of empirical evidence to believe in anything. Look at Micah Angel. His blood. Listen to his story. Now this? My skepticism is intact. I'm just shorthanding it this time around. I believe him, Ridge. Lou? It's all of us or none of us, Ridge. Ridge? Please, Ridge. Doc, I've known you a long time. Lou? Lou, too. Pete? practically watched you grow up. This is your final warning. Please release the fugitive into our custody immediately or we will advance. Please release the fugitive into our care immediately. Lou, is Howard's truck still out back? Right where he left it. I haven't had the heart to move it. What else you got out there? Myrtle, my old Chevy. You think that old Chevy's got any kick left in it? I'd say me and Myrtle got a lot in common. We've seen a lot of highway, but we ain't quite ready for the junk pile yet. All right, this is what we do. We're going to go very quietly out the back door. Doc, you and Lou come with me in Howard's truck. Lou, you give Pete your keys. Pete, you take Ray and Miss Alice. Miss Alice, I'm awful sorry, but it looks like you'd showed up at the wrong place at the worst time possible. We cannot leave you here. you got to come with us for your own protection. I understand, Sheriff. Don't worry about me. I, and I'd like to help if I can. I'm so sorry, Alice. We'll be fine, Ray. We'll be fine. What about Micah, Ridge? We cannot leave him here. Pete. Ridge. I spent my whole life looking up to you. It's because of you that I entered the Force. And I always felt that you really believed what that badge stood for. That you would do anything you could to save a person who might be in need. Was I wrong? Was I wrong, Ridge? Sheriff, if you think it would be best for me to stay, I will stay and take my chances. I have never wanted to bring harm to anyone. Young man, that story you told us, these things that you say we're headed for, if you are taken from us to... God knows where. You're saying our fate as a human race is signed and sealed. Is that what you're saying? I have traveled over the centuries to deliver a message, to ask a question, to look for an answer. Well then, Micah Angel, I think you'll need to ride up front with Pete. Thank you, Rich. Pete, you know where my place is out on Possum Kingdom? The lake house? That's right. We need to load up quickly and get the hell out of here. I'll take the lead in Howard's truck. Now, when you hear us take off, you get your butts in the Chevy and high on out of here. Follow me. About 10 miles down is the 9067 junction. We're going to split there. I'll circle around Decatur and double back. You split on 67 and gun it. No matter what happens, you get to that lake house. Yes, sir. Luann... Me and Pete got our sidearms. You and Howard keep any kind of rifle or anything on the premises? Are you kidding? I'm a single woman in Texas. I keep a 12-gauge under the counter, and Howard's got his gun racked out there on the back of the truck. Well, Doc, you take hold of that on the way out, and Ray, you take the 12-gauge. You got it, Rich. All right, young people. You take good care of each other. Pete, 
I'm counting on you. Yes, sir, Sheriff Prothrow. Compliance in this matter is vital. I'll see you on the other side. Good luck, y'all. If you have not released the fugitive into our custody in 25 seconds, we will be forced to advance. Again, 25 seconds and we will advance. Okay, y'all. All we gotta do is wait. Soon as we hear Ridge take off, we'll get going. Let's head out to the storeroom and keep your head down. Hell of a first date, wouldn't you say, Alice? Not exactly what I had in mind. I'm glad to be with you, though. Me too, honey, me too. 20 seconds. This way. Micah, you there? I'm here, Peter. 15 seconds. Your name is Micah? Yes. My name is Alice. All of this is because you're here? Yes. 10 seconds. Truck's pulling away. Let's get into that Chevy. Everybody in? We're good. Five seconds. Micah, before you called me Naomi. Yes. Four. How did you know? Three. No. Two. Naomi was my mother's name. Engage. Looks like we got out of there just in time. They're knocking the crap out of the country, boy. Damn, be careful there, Pete. Sorry. Y'all hold on. This is gonna be rough. You ain't got your high beams on, Pete. You're driving in the dark. I ain't gonna turn them on just yet, Ray. I want to put off being spotted as long as possible. There is a moon. Perhaps it will help. Pete, you trying to leave your gears on the side of the road? Damn this standard. I ain't used to driving a stick. I gotta gear up. Well, use that foot, Pete. Alice, can you see what's going on back there? There are men. Dozens of them. Looks like they're swarming the country, boy. Hold on, y'all. Sorry. Sorry. I don't understand. What is happening? Why are those men in the Omega vehicles? The Omega must obtain my blood. Alice will explain all this later. Ray, I need to know what's going on behind us. Aw, hell. I guess they figured out we hightailed it. Those trucks are popping on their headlights. Men are jumping aboard. Looks like they're heading this way. Hold on, y'all. Damn, Pete! All right, all right. Where are they now? Those trucks are really moving. Gun it, Pete! Okay, y'all. I'm gonna pop on the headlights. What's he doing? What's he doing? Ray, the trucks are closing in on us. Mikey, are you all right? Alice, get down! Man, they are not making this easy on us. Ray, can you get a beat on them? I ain't shot a rifle in about a hundred years. I'll try my best. Alice, you stay down. You too, Micah. Micah! He looks like he's having some kind of seizure, Ray. His eyes are rolled up in his head and he's... Damn, that was just too close. Return fire, Ray. Return fire. Here goes nothing. Ah, hell, I missed him. How many trucks can you see back there, Ray? Maybe three, maybe four. Micah, please wake up. Pete, I know Micah is in trouble, but you've got to keep an eye on the road. That sound... Alice? That sound he's making me... It's like... It's like right inside my head. Those trucks are really getting close. That junction anywhere on the horizon, Pete? We're still about a mile or two out. Micah, please wake up. Ray, that humming, it's, it's hurting me. Alice! Pete, can you get him to stop? Micah! Ah! What the hell happened back there? One of them trucks ran off the road it, 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 like they lost control or something. Is Alice all right? I think she fainted. Alice! Alice! Damn! Hey! Damn fools ramming us, Pete. They're right on top of us. I've got my foot to the floor, Ray. Did you see that? What the hell is going on back there? The truck that was ramming us, it was it was like someone or something picked it up and tossed it in a ditch. Funny thing. No. No, it can't be. Talk to me, Ray. Both of them trucks just fell out just as Micah hollered. You think Micahs have something to do with this? I don't know, Pete. I, I just don't know. We heard him talking earlier about the evolution and development of telekinesis in humans. Maybe he knows how to manipulate those trucks with his thoughts. Oh. Here comes the last of them. Maybe we can lose them. 
Hold on to Alice Ray. The junction turnoff is right up ahead. We're gonna be taking this turn mighty hard. Careful, Pete. Hellfire! Oh, that's some good driving, Pete, but we still got one on our tail. Ah! Ah! He's been hit! Damn it, Ray! Mike has been hit! His right shoulder, Ray! Put some pressure on that! Stop the bleeding! What the hell is going on? Holy crap, did you see that? The last of them trucks just went up like a bottle rocket. Ray, get his shirt off of him. Use it as a tourniquet. Sure thing. Oh, hell, Pete. He's awful cold. Sweat on his skin. I think... I think he must be in shock. He's barely conscious. Talk to me, Micah. I'm sorry, Peter. It doesn't look like it's too bad, Pete. I think the bullet just grazed him. The bleeding's not so bad. Anybody else behind us? Looks free and clear. Ray? Ray? Alice, are you okay? It's a little headache. What happened? You passed out cold. Miss Alice, I think we outrun them all, but it's still going to be an hour before we get to Ridge's Lake House. I'm sorry, Peter. No, Micah, I'm sorry. I'm doing a piss-poor job of keeping you safe. They want my blood. Oh, my God, no. What is it, Ray? Pete, we gotta go. Pete, floor it! Tell me what the hell it is. You ain't gonna believe this, but there's... There's, there's a chopper, a helicopter, it's coming right upon us. Ray? Are you sure they're after us? Yes, Pete, I would say for sure they're right after us. I'm so very tired. Micah? I cannot. I cannot. Micah, I know it's you. I know it's you that's been protecting us. I am not completely sure I know how you're doing it, but I believe in you. I know it's hard, but I am almost certain I cannot outrun this chopper. Help us, Micah, one last time, please. I can barely... There's such pain. That chopper's about ready to take the roof off. Try for me, Micah. Please do that. For me. Try. For me. Look out! Ray! Holy mother of God, he did it! He did it! Peter, no. You did it, Micah. You did it. Alice, you okay? Yes, yes, I'm all right. A little fuzzy. Here, here, lean it, lean into me. Close your eyes, okay? Just breathe, just breathe. We never run into nobody from the refinery today, Ray. How do you figure they knew Micah was with us? How do you think they found us back at the Country Boy? Well, I heard about Micah from Ray and Lou, but I never said anything to Miss Vosberger. Alice? The mayor. He's always in pestering Miss Vosberg, and he stopped by the Country Boy this morning, remember? But you headed him off at the pass. He couldn't know about Micah. I have given myself away. The metal chip you removed from my chest. It is possible that it is used as a tracking device. Ray, remember what I told you I heard last night? Miss Vosberg has been using monitors to find something? Could that be you, Micah? It is likely. Ray, you still have that metal chip on you? I'm afraid so. Damn. That's how they've been able to follow us. That's good enough for me. Micah, how's your arm? There's pain, but it is healing quickly. That's right. That's right. You're good that way. You think you're strong enough to walk away? Yes, Peter. How about you, Alice? Yes, I can walk. What are you planning on doing, Pete? I'm pulling off the road, Ray. We're going to ditch this car, pitch that metal chip, and hoof it through that wheat field. We're about 18, 20 miles from where we need to be, but I figure we can stay off the highway and get down there near the creek. It's less likely we'll have anybody tailing us. Good idea. All right, y'all. We still got a good seven hours of dark ahead of us. That should give us plenty of time to get to the lake and catch up with Ridge and them. If you can give me a second while y'all pile out to get my bearings. How will you do that? By using the stars as a map. Okay, let's go. Let me help you out, Alice. Thanks, Ray. Here, Micah, give me your hand. Yes. You really came through back there, Micah. You took that helicopter down like it was a housefly. But, Ray, I was too weak. I did nothing. It wasn't me. 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What is it, Alice? His back. Micah's back. That... that... Mark? It's alright, Alice. It don't hurt him none. It... it... It's a reminder, Alice. An oath. A promise to protect the pure and eternal earth. Alright, folks. Let's head out. Stay close to me. Let's not try to stop too often. Alice? Who... who are you, Micah? Have I upset you? No. Yes, you're back. That mark. Yes? My mother and my father had that very same mark on them. The very same mark. You have been listening to I-35 Radio Rep's production of The Scorched Earth, written and directed by Bruce R. Coleman. Sound engineering is by Richard Froelich. Music is by Gregory Lush. The I-35 Radio Repertory Company members are Heath Billups, Blake Blair, Bruce R. Coleman, Rick Espelot, Adrian Godinez, Lisa Ann Harum, Lee Jamison, Ariana Movisak, Max Warner, and Dalen Walton. Today's guest, Gregory Lush. The I-35 Radio Rep would like to thank Stage, the Society for Theatrical Artists Guidance and Enhancement, for its generosity and support. Special thanks also to the Texas Radio Theater Company and Cat House Studios. Thanks for listening, and look for I-35 Radio Rep on Facebook and Twitter. Please join us next time for The Scorched Earth, Episode 5, Fugitives.
Something doesn't seem quite right 